The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Knowledge is about to be dropped on your head. Hey, yo. Bright lights, I'm ready for the big stage. Like an uppercut to the chin. Here's Rhett Butler from Pretty Left Hook. You know what it is. It's your guy Rhett Butler in this. Well, this is that Pretty Left Hook. Hit you in your goddamn liver. First and foremost, R.I.P. Rest in power. To True Goy the Dove. De La Soul, the original hip hop hippies. Most of y'all only know TDE as that. Go back to the 90s, Native Tongues, De La Soul, Tribe Called Quest, Jungle Brothers, Queen Latifah, MC Light. These people was a whole vibe. Can't forget Moni Love. These people were a whole vibe. True Goy the Dove, interesting brother with the raps. Love this guy. He was different, something unique. Those fools were amazing. Got to start it off like that. But anyway, Black History Month is afoot, baby. We here. And guess what? Yesterday was Valentine's Day. So you know what that means. We have to talk about the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. I'm going to take you all the way back to February 14th, 1951. Because, you know, you don't know shit about boxing, but I do. And at that time, Jake LaMotta, known as the Raging Bull or the Bronx Bull, fought the man himself, Sugar Ray Robinson, the original Floyd Mayweather Jr. And when I say the original Floyd Mayweather Jr., I'm not talking about in the ring. We are not comparing styles here. What I'm talking about is the flamboyance, the swag, the style, the flaunting, the entourage, the whips. Everything saucy. Put that on Sugar Ray Robinson's name first, goddammit. And everybody else, you followed suit because he showed you it was all possible. These guys, Jake LaMotta, a.k.a. the Raging Bull, and Sugar Ray Robinson, they did this dance, meaning fighting each other, six times over the course of their careers. Six times. 
That's a lot of fights. These guys fought in the 15 round era. Straight carnage. Of the six fights, Jake LaMotta won one fight. Sugar Ray Robinson won five. But the last time they fought, February 14th, 1951, was a complete bloodbath. It was a complete bloodbath. They fought in Chicago. It literally is called the St. Valentine's Day Massacre after the real St. Valentine's Day Massacre where Al Capone murked all his enemies. Because Sugar Ray Robinson unloaded so many uppercuts and consistent jabs of fury that Jake LaMotta's face told the tale of a man who bolas mas grande, my man. This guy, this guy has big balls. Pause. But God damn. That kind of punishment? God bless that referee who stopped this fight in the 13th round. Jake LaMotta told ESPN in 2016, I fought Sugar Ray Robinson so often, I almost got diabetes. I mean, that's a crazy joke, but at the end of the day, what he's saying is, yeah, he was off that sugar. You know what I mean? They went back and forth. They fought in Madison Square Garden. They fought in Detroit. They fought in Chicago. I mean, they fought everywhere. People love these guys. You got to understand, at this time, Sugar Ray Robinson is the man, Okay. We know America was still polarized, you know, segregated, all of that stuff. So Jake LaMotta represented the great white hope. Boxing has always been about racial polarization and classism, 100%. I love boxing. Many of you love boxing as well, or you at least find it very interesting. For some casual observers, it's just a great Saturday night activity to watch two people go hard as hell competitively where they're, where they're putting their lives on the line, so to speak. Um, but back then, everybody picked a side. Polarizing was the only way to get money, much like today, but, you know, it's different now, right? Things are different. The most you're going to get in the championship fight is 12 rounds. Back in the 15-round fights, these guys was going heavy. And Jake LaMotta, the Raging Bull, obviously Italian-American from New York, he was, he was the guy, right, especially for Italian-Americans. Sugar Ray Robinson, African-American, from Georgia originally, but became Harlem's own, man. Now, you know that means something to me because I was born in Harlem and raised in Harlem um, in the Bronx. So Sugar Ray Robinson has a special place in my heart. Plus, this man was hella flossy. I mean, he was hella flossy. And it's one thing that you got to love about boxing. It is one of the only sporting industries where you can get what you get off a brick to talk greasy. 50 Cent said that. You feel me? We, it don't got to be explained. It should be understood. And Sugar Ray loved it to life. Um, Sugar Ray stopped Jake LaMotta in the 13th round on February 14th, 1951 to retain his undisputed world middleweight title. I mean, he's fighting for all the belts. And he gave him the business. But I'm going to tell you what he did. He kind of did an Ali rope-a-dope. Because what he did in the fight was he waited. He said, you know what? I'm going to let you tire yourself out. Ray Robinson, Sugar Ray Robinson, allowed Jake LaMotta to go ham for like the first eight, nine rounds. Ham. Right? Ham. Um, but what he did 
was later on he came back and he said, you know what? Now I think you're you're going to tie yourself out. Because what he knew about Jake LaMotta is that Jake LaMotta is a bully. He'll stalk you in a fight. He's going to come for you and he's going to try to unload. Sugar Ray said, you know what? If I let him get his thing off, hey, all I got to do is be patient. Because if I'm patient, my opening will come. And boy, did it. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was crazy. So in the 11th round, Robinson started to control the fight, right? He had a crispy style slick 12th round. Robinson started destroying Jake LaMotta's ribs, you know, I mean, it was like a straight up barbecue who got the ribs. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game Presents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game Presents. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, 
You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sugar Ray Robinson might have been the whole smoker because he was hey, bruising and Tenderizing. You understand what I'm saying? Um, 13th round came. Jake Lamont is getting bloodied up, looking crazy. Referee said, no mas, man. Two minutes and four seconds in the 13th, he called that thing off. Lamada actually went out on his feet. He did not fall down. He stood there and took all that punishment. Not smart today. We know about the CTE. But he took all that punishment. Which was crazy. Um, yeah. You know, Jake Lamada actually died at 95 years old. So... Even though he took all that punishment, this man lived a long life, which is pretty, pretty exceptional. You know, because this guy liked to take a lot of punches. You know, even Sugar Sugar Ray Robinson died in 1989. But crazy fight, man. Black history. Sugar Ray Robinson, man, he doesn't, you know, he he's talked about by the diehards. A lot of the young guys don't know a lot about boxing past the Ali era past the 80s with Sugar Ray Leonard era. But when you go all the way back, man, these guys was go hard. I mean, of course, we all know Jack Johnson as the first black heavyweight ever. World champion, world heavyweight champion. Um, but yeah, these, this was, these guys were on a whole nother level. Jake LaMotta said, you can't put me down. In terms of the fact that he got stopped on his feet by the ref. He did not fall. And Sugar Ray Robinson said, that Jake LaMotta was the toughest guy he ever fought. He's the toughest guy I ever fought. I never knew anyone who was more aggressive and rough as him. You know, these guys needed each other. You know, just like I think you guys think Mayweather needed Pacquiao or De La Hoya needed Mayweather or uh, Ali needed Joe Frazier. Sugar Ray Leonard needed... Roberto Duran. I mean, there's there's certain matchups in the history of pugilism where everybody just showed up and showed out, whether they won or lost. Back in these days, it wasn't really it was about that, but it wasn't as about that as it is today, where people are again no shade being thrown, patting their record, finding easier pathways to the to the to the to the chips to the belts. You know what I mean? Back then, guys went, they was going, and now. We understand why these guys are so revered. I mean, Sugar Ray Robinson alone, literally when he retired, I mean, he's th- his record is ridiculous. When he retired, he was 174 with 19 losses and six draws and two no contests. I mean, that's crazy. That's damn near criminal to have 200 fights. It's criminal. You know, Jake LaMotta, this is how these guys went, man. Jake LaMotta, it, he, when he... Finished his career 89 wins, 19 losses, and four draws. I mean, you can't you can't even make this stuff up, man. Jake LaMotta, he retired at 31 years old. Sugar Ray retired at 44 years old. Yo, it's crazy. But he was bigger than life, Sugar Ray Robinson, man. This man was black history. This man. Travel with a barber, a masseuse, a secretary, a voice coach, beautiful women. He was singing. He was dancing. He was on TV. He was pretty. 
He had his head laid, fried to the side. He was on it, man. And we appreciate this man and everything he did. And Jake LaMotta, Raging Bull. Because without these two slugging it out, St. Valentine's Day Massacre, the world would not know the limits men will go to for sport, even if it destroys them. Luckily, Jake LaMotta lived to be 95 years old, even going through wars his whole career. And he had a whole movie made about him called Raging Bull, where um, he was played by Robert De Niro, and it was a Scorsese movie. Scorsese is a little questionable. He's a little racial, insensitive, racially insensitive. But the movie, nonetheless, was black and white classic. Just showed the realities of the boxing game, and it's crazy. You know I know. It's nuts. Yo, this was your Black History Moment. My name is Red Butler. You know what it is. Shout out to the whole Up On Game Network, man. My man Vito, my man Cardo, my man Dustin, my man Blanco, and of course the big homie LeVar Arrington. Check us out at Up On Game Podcast on Insta, at Red E. Butler on Insta, at Red E. Butler on Twitter. We outside. And you not Holla Go to YouTube man Check out all the episodes You know what it does And happy Black History Month man Get your melanin on Cause we outside Yeah She This show is sponsored by BetterHelp It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.